Hey, welcome back for a very special 100th episode of Porn Brain Rewire, the podcast. I'm Dr. Trish Lee, and I'm totally psyched and thrilled to be here with you today to celebrate 100 episodes of possible change, 100 opportunities to level your life up, rock it out at your full potential. I know that sounds grandiose, but it is true. And on this 100th episode, I want to go back to kind of the grassroots mission I am here on, on Porn Brain Rewire, remind you why I'm here, uh, tell you for the first time if you don't know, and tell you very explicitly what you can do to reparent yourself to quit porn. And if you're not able to do that, how you can find the Yoda in your story as the hero in your own journey, the Yoda to your Luke Skywalker. So stay with me because that's going to be um, close to the brain hack strategy at the end of this episode. What we're going to do in this episode is talk about what reparenting is, reparenting yourself. We're going to talk about what yourself is. If you've lost touch of that or if you've forgotten, we are going to discuss my journey and why I'm here. I want to remind you because this is an important mission to me. And then when we do that, we're going to talk about if you can't reparent yourself, how to find the right guide. And then lastly is going to be an awesome brain hack strategy for the day, an exercise for you to get quiet and for you to figure out how to reparent your true self. So let's dig in because that's a lot for this totally awesome 100th episode. Okay, so we're talking about reparenting your true self. If you've not heard the term reparenting, and if you don't know what that means, I want to explain that to you first. And this is really important in my own life. Everything I talk about on this podcast, I in fact do in my own life. And I know it can be scary. I know it can be overwhelming. I know sometimes you need some rest in the middle of all the action towards becoming an evolved, self-actualized version of you, but I know it's worth it. So reparenting means taking the opportunities. And yes, I use that term loosely because usually it means a challenge has arisen in your life and now you have the opportunity to approach and engage it in a different way so you get a new outcome. And that's what reparenting is. It's thinking back to, you know, when things were falling out in your life, how your parent handled it, or how your teachers handled it, or how your uh, mentors handled it. Most of us grew up with emotionally immature or people who were lacking full emotional intelligence as our guides. And, you know, I love my parents. I'm going to visit them this weekend. Um, Of course, I love them. But I also can now see some of those shortcomings. And I am trying to make up for those shortcomings to teach myself how to approach and engage in a new way. Porn's a very good example that we're going to talk about in just a minute. But the idea is some difficult crap comes your way. And instead of acting in the way that you always have, whether that be acting angry Um, being irritable, escaping into porn or into something else like alcohol, if it's just maintaining toxic positivity and pretending nothing's wrong because you don't want to create a conflict, those are all outdated old coping mechanisms 
programming from the parenting or the culture or the system that you existed in. Well, it's time for a software upgrade. That's what reparenting is. And I'm going to give you a very example, a very specific example with one of my own precious children in one second. But it's taking the opportunities as they come to you so that you can act in a new way. When you act in a new way, you get a new internal state. Your brain actually rewires itself to a healthier mode. If that new way has higher emotional intelligence, it's what creates the snowball effect of positive change in personal transformation in the right direction. So we know this. Hebb's law says neurons that fire together, wire together. So if you keep reacting in the same way, you're going to keep hardwiring in the same brain pattern that you've been using since childhood. What we want to do here is reparent your behaviors so you act in a new way, which means you're unwiring that brain pattern that you've always used and you're rewiring in a new, healthier brain pattern. And every single time you use it, you are hardwiring in the new, better brain pattern. It's Hebb's Law being used in your favor instead of being used to your detriment. So if every time something difficult happens in your life, or if there's a massive stressor and your coping mechanism is to escape into porn, which we know inherently damages your brain anyway, even just the mechanism of you escaping into porn instead of approaching and engaging in a healthy way is using Hebb's Law and neuroplasticity as your worst enemy. It means you've taught your brain to escape when it gets difficult instead of to be able to have courage in the face of fear or being willing to stir the pot to get some conflict so that you can get to conflict resolution. So you don't want to use that same pattern. You want to break it. And that's breaking the negative, the negative feedback loop or the downward spiral. And it's creating a new upward spiral of positive change and hardwiring in a new, better brain pattern. So it's very simple. Every time you escape into porn, you're hardwiring your brain to escape into porn. That's why this journey of reparenting yourself, when you're about to escape into porn, you're like, no, I am not going to do this this time. I'm going to be the parent that I never had to teach me to act in new ways. And it is so rewarding, but it's so challenging in the short run. So let me tell you a story. I'm going to have to leave out the details because this story's a fresh one. And I will um, share it most likely. It was one of the most difficult things I've had to do in my entire life. Um, so I'm going to share kind of the, the overarching themes of it. And maybe someday I'll share the very specifics once some more healing happens for me and my precious child. But my, one of my precious daughters got herself into a situation where she was really stuck in a bad thing and she wasn't telling me, but I could see her going off the rails. So I'm trying to help her. I'm trying to parent her without knowing all the details which I did that for months and months and months, but it doesn't get you very far unless you know all the details. Finally, in a burst of, it just came out of her nervous system. She casually tells me what's going on, even though it's a 10 out of 10 on the Richter scale. And so I'm like, wait a minute, are you telling me this is going on? And she's like, yes. 
And I wanted to completely freak out because my response when that happens is mama bear mode. I go zero to 60 and I go attempt to take care of the problem in a very poor way. That is my old response, which is actually the polar opposite of my parents. When my parents find out, have found out in the past that there's a big thing going on, they just pretend that thing isn't going on. So earlier in my reparenting and self-transformation journey, I swore I would never ignore the things that were going on, but I didn't have the skills to know how to deal with it. So instead of not ignoring, kind of I would let fight or flight take hold and I would go, you know, thrash somebody. But thankfully, I've gotten more of a hold on that. There's some good stories that I should share with you about the principal's office last year. Uh, I'll have to remember to share that one with you because that was a low or a high moment or a combination of the two. I'll have to tell you that in the next episode. I'll have to remind myself. But in this particular instance, okay, 10 out of 10, something bad happening with my child makes the nervous system want to shrink or want to freak out because it's difficult, highly uncomfortable. I have a lot of fear. I have a lot of anger, but I don't know what to do. So now in those moments, this is what I have taught myself to do. And if you know me and you hear me, a strategy for everything is so important because in those times when you have to act in a new way, you're highly dysregulated. It means your brain shifts into the most dysfunctional mode that it's capable of. And for me, thankfully, it's not that far off from optimal, but it still goes off into that dysregulated pattern. And my strategy is whenever I'm overwhelmed and I want to go kick some booty, I go get the proper help before I make a decision. I know I cannot trust myself to make decisions in those times. And I usually don't even know how to make the decision because I don't have the information. And this situation involved law enforcement. So I comforted my precious child, got her all set up, and I rolled my action over to the sheriff's office instead of going to harm someone. So I get into the sheriff's office and the people there were so helpful, brought my nervous system down because I was ready to, you know, unleash or come apart and walked me through the process that I needed to go through. Now, of course, this is heightened anxiety, fear, overwhelm. And this went on for months. It went on all summer long. This recording is on October 11th, I think today is. So this happened for months. So I had to stay in a semi-regulated Uh, in a regulated position for months while this thing unfolded. But here's the point about this. I was able to do it because I promised myself when difficult things come, especially when it comes to my kids, I'm not checking out. I, there's a Katy Perry song called rise. And I know you men might not love the idea of this Katy Perry song, but it's so good. And in the song, she says, I must stay conscious through the madness and the chaos. And that, that line plays in my head in the most important moments, because what I want to do is check out and go unconscious because I can't handle it, but I can handle it because I'm reparenting myself to be stronger with better skills. So all the times where I wanted to check out, I said to myself, you must stay conscious through the madness and the chaos. And, you know, my daughter exploded 10 million more times. It was the summer of screaming, as my youngest daughter said. Um, But you know what? We made it through it. And it's because I kept approaching and engaging and then resting, gaining new skills 
all along the way and gaining it from professionals who told me what the process was and told me what I should do for the best outcome. Had it not been for them, I may have weakened. There was one time when we were in the courthouse and my daughter's telling me she's going to hate me if I have her do this. She's never going to talk to me again that I've lost her. And I had made a very intentional plan and I was, I was about to melt away, you know, having your precious daughter tell you that man, like, and the sheriff's giving me the wink, like you got this mama, you're on the right track. And I just was quietly held steady. And guess what? Super, excuse me, positive outcome for this whole difficult situation. And so let's go back to the reparenting part is that That was me parenting myself in a new way. That is not what my parents did. They would have ignored that. And then I've been taught as a young adult and moving into adulthood, I was taught to ignore difficult things because we don't make a conflict. And guess what I just did? I just taught that young woman of mine that when shit gets hard, you are strong enough and you can handle it. And you don't have to be mad and angry. You can stay in peace but you will triumph for yourself over the difficult things. doesn't matter what the people around you think and what they think about you or what it looks like to them. What matters is that you gain the fortitude in the difficult times to approach and engage. And at the end of this process, she triumphed and she was so excited and low key, you know, stressed out way, but very glad that we moved through the process so she could feel whole and, you know, win the war, even having lost a battle or two. And that's what I'm trying to teach my kids. You approach and engage. You don't ignore conflict because you don't want to be the noisy, messy one. You don't want to be the one who's creating, you know, a pain, which isn't the case. She was standing up for herself. Uh, So that is a recent, very difficult story of This is a process and you need to gain the skills to be able to reparent yourself over and over and over and coming up with strategies to be able to do it is the way to do it. So when it comes to porn, you're going to porn to escape because I totally thought to myself, I should just pour myself seven glasses of Chardonnay. That'll make everything better. But I didn't. I went to bed instead and I woke up the next day with the ability to approach it again. And I went back to bed early to do the same thing. Healthy ways of coping. I've taught myself no more escaping. What I'm going to do is approach and engage and rest. And I'm going to get the right people to help me. That's what reparenting is. And you can do it in every moment of your life. And if you have children, when they see you doing it in a new way, they get to do it in a new way too. And you literally break the multi-generational chains of trauma, dysfunction, and addiction. And that's why I'm here because I want that for me and I want that for you and I want it for my kids. I want that for my hubs. I want that for my siblings. I want that for my grandchildren that don't exist yet. So that's what we're here doing on this podcast. I know it sounds grandiose, but you get the opportunity in these brain hack strategies to approach your life in a different way and reparent yourself. So Let's go to number two is that's what reparenting is. And when do you get to do it? You get to do it all the time, especially in the difficult times, the quote unquote opportunities. Now, number two is who's this self that you're reprogramming and reparenting? 
The self is your true capital S self. It is your authentic self that is in there. The you that you always wanted to be before some of it or all of it was programmed out of you. Now, what do I mean by that? A capital S self is the life that you've always wanted to live. And I guarantee it doesn't include porn. Porn is escapism. It's an unhealthy coping mechanism for stress and boredom. And we're going to break boredom down in a minute, but it's an unhealthy coping mechanism. It is a sign of emotional immaturity. It's a sign of lack of emotional intelligence. And I don't say that with judgment. I say that with motivation and inspiration to gain emotional intelligence. And to remind you, emotional intelligence, the four pillars are self-awareness, becoming more self-aware of all this programming and figuring out how to change it. Number two is self-regulation, regulating from within, not needing to go to something, aka porn, to regulate from outside of you. Number three is social relationship awareness. Number four, social relationship management. So like with my daughter, it was social relationship awareness that said to me, told me that I need to help her in a new way. And that new way, I'm blurry here. Let's see if I can fix it. I don't think I can. There's my thumb. No, I'm blurry on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, I apologize. I upgraded my um, computer. And of course, what that means is blurry videos. Awesome. (laughs) But we'll stick with the podcast audio and I won't worry too much about the blurriness and hopefully it comes back. Um, Okay. So that's social uh, relationship awareness is with my kids. I want to be able to show up in a new way in the difficult times. I'm becoming aware of those relationships and my role as a co-regulator. I get to co-regulate with them. So I'm a co-captain in their life. I'm not the captain. I'm a co-captain and I help them. They're the main captain, but I get to help them. And that's what that's about. And then social relationship management is when to approach, when to disengage, when to rest. And so many times during that experience, I wanted to disengage, but it was just time to rest because we had to see the whole thing through. And so I was able to manage the relationship even during a difficult time because I gained some of those skills. Okay, hopefully you're with me on that. Uh, This blurring drive me nuts. I just got it. Okay, so uh, thank you for staying with me on the hundredth episode while I de-blurify myself. Okay. So who is the true self? It's that authentic self before you were deprogrammed. It might be difficult to understand or to figure out who that is because he has been gone so long. And I know I've engaged in so many exercises to try to figure out who my true self is. And I know how difficult it can be. I remember one time making a chart, like, you know, Trish and little Trish. And I was trying to figure out like, what did little Trish actually like to do before she kind of was conditioned into being smart and to figuring things out and to solving problems all the time? You know, what does little Trish like to do? I remember, actually, I probably still have the chart. And I remember the little Trish column had like two things in it where the, you know, Dr. Trish Lee section had like a million uh 
markers or things that I could identify with my small S self and meaning like that persona that I put on. And I try now to not really put a persona on, like you get what you see when you see me now, but you know, there was a time where I would have to put this Dr. Trish Lee persona on for fear that if anybody saw the real me, they might not like it. And some people don't like it. That's the way that life goes. But my small S self is all the conditioning. And it's really difficult to decondition yourself. And that's not really what I want you to do. What I want you to do is recondition some of those big S self things, because that will bring you the joy and the happiness in your life when you don't have to anchor into your persona or the mask you put on, the Dr. Jekyll, you know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Dr. Jekyll has to put on this mask and be everything to everybody. And so I've really consciously tried to decide what I'm going to be to people staying true to myself. And sometimes that creates conflict and sometimes it rubs people wrong, but that's life. Then that's part of my adding my capital S self to the persona so that it's rounded out and I don't have a mask on. Or if I do, it's much more transparent, like those kind of see-through masks that you'll see at Halloween. That's what we're talking about. Adding your true self back in so you don't have to escape from the exhaustion that the Dr. Jekyll mask can create for you. So the true self is your little self and the interests and the hobbies and the core passions that you have. And I remember when I was a little kid, um, I wanted to be president which cracks me up because I am not political at all. And, and honestly, I don't even watch the news. I don't know one worldly thing that's going on. Big things can be happening in the world. And I'll find out like five, six days later, my husband will tell me, and I'm like, no way there was like that major thing just happened because I tend to not be involved in those things to preserve my peace and my sanity. But the essence of being president is still there. I wanted to be a leader. I wanted to help people to help themselves. I wanted to champion the cause of happiness and freedom. And, you know, I feel like I'm doing that here to a certain extent, maybe in a cheesy way, but I'm trying to lead people into the lives that they want, feeling free and feeling happy and tapping into that joy. That's what the big S self does. And that's what my big S self wanted to do when I was a kiddo, Uh, literally, you know, so, so interesting. And so when I kind of left different aspects of my work to start doing this on accident, which will lead to my journey in one second, when I started doing this on accident, I felt just lit up on the inside. And let me tell you, so let's go to number three. My journey in this whole thing is that. A bunch of years back, I was happily um, engaging in my neurofeedback coaching program. And I work with people with ADHD, with anxiety, with brain injuries, stroke, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. I work with kids. I've worked with kids for 30 years, kids that have neurodevelopmental um, disorders or delays, kids with speech problems, uh, kids with learning challenges. I still work with all of those populations and it's really fun people with dementia. I don't know if I said that. So, okay. So I'm happily doing that. And then someone that I care about, I figure out something weird is going on. I don't know what the weird thing is yet, but then I figure out that the weird thing is porn and it's making this person's behavior just, you know, angry, irritable changes in 
the way they interact with people, total escapism, isolation. So of course I'm intrigued and my persona goes to work, learns everything about porn. And this person could not stop all the classic behaviors that I'm sure you're experiencing for years. So in those years, I became highly trained as a sex addiction recovery coach. I took all of my experience and expertise in terms of cognitive neuroscience and applied it to porn to be able to help this person. And in one of the moments where I really felt helpless, I'm in the midst of trying to help this person. I care, you know, nine out of 10. Um, I made a video and I put it on YouTube on a different channel. I've always had a brain channel and make this video and I put it on YouTube on a new channel and, you know, my heart's broken and that's the wrong way. I don't like to say broken heart, but my heart's wounded and it's, you know, so I make this video, it's two minutes long and it says nothing scientific. It basically says, stop watching porn. It damages your brain and it ruins your relationships and it crushes your work and it sucks the life out of you. And basically that's what the video says. And, you know, a couple months later, I get a notification that that video has been viewed millions of times. And I'm like, what video? I tap into my brain channel to look at the views. And of course it's like 741, you know, 1002. And then I'm like, what's the video that got millions of views? And then it pops into my mind. It's the porn video. And in that moment, I knew I had to show up for this cause because it means the world to me to help people. Because if I can help you leave porn behind, I now know it creates this massive ripple effect in your life and in all the lives around you. And together, if you can quit porn, together, we can create a huge change across the world. And I know grandiose indeed, but that is true. So that's kind of how this landed in my lap. And I doubled down on figuring it out, but I didn't do it lightly. It took me years to become trained. And that person struggled for those years. They almost lost their partner, their family, their job, uh, their mental health, their physical health, all, all the things were wrapped up in it. And if you don't know about all those things, uh, I'm glad you don't know, but this thing escalates and it can lead to trouble with the law, um, trouble with other people, relationship issues, work issues. This gets big and it's escalation behaviors born out of porn. It can lead to infidelity. It can lead to sexual violence. If you know about those things, it is time to start reparenting your big self to be able to break the shackles of porn. Okay. So that's kind of my journey. And this means the world to me. So that's why I will show up forever to help people to leave porn behind because it's the biggest thing that I can do as my big S self to try to help you and create that ripple effect. Okay. So that's reparenting. That's the self. Now let me revisit uh, in before we transition into what do you do if you can't reparent yourself? Because that's the case for many people. I want to go back to that thought of the reason you're going into porn is for stress and boredom. Now, stress, you know what that looks like. And an interesting thing happens for me is when I look at people's brain graphs in my neurofeedback coaching program, I can see the stress build over a week and then I can see relapse happen. And so when I show that to a person, I did it twice yesterday. I'm like, look at the stress building. That is why you're relapsing. You need a stress management plan as an offensive plan. You need to figure this out and, and de-stress. 
Most people's stress is because they're being their little S self and they're not being their big S self. So you have money problems because you're overspending, trying to impress people, or you have partner problems because you're not showing up as the vulnerable, you know, happy, tender side of you because it's become hardened because you've been the little S self version of yourself for so long. And porn is doing it to you also. It is doing that to you. It's dysregulating your brain. It's creating a dysfunctional brain pattern that is contributing to your stress that drives you back into the screen. What I really wanted to talk about is this concept of boredom. Boredom isn't even boredom. Boredom is lack of super overstimulation that your brain is used to. People these days are never bored. And when my kids used to say, I'm bored, I'm like, that's awesome. Be bored and your creativity will skyrocket. And what when the kids were young, I always had chill time. We'd have chill time where it'd be no electronics. You just sit around and chill and it would lead to the most creative times that they had together. So in today's day and age, nobody knows how to sit around and be bored. And this is not your brain hack strategy, but I would encourage you to sit on your couch for 15 minutes and do nothing. Nothing at all. Don't look at your phone. Don't watch TV. Don't talk to another person. Just sit there and see what happens in your brain and your mind. And if it hits bored, you'll be lucky because you probably have internalized that overstimulation. So now when we talk about boredom, it's actually lack of overstimulation. That's what passive consumption of content is. That's what watching porn is. It's overstimulating the nervous system to keep it riding high. So that it feels overstimulated, which eventually leads it to be conked out and to be numbed out. So your brain's used to going back and forth like a pendulum of overstimulation and completely numbed out. But it's never bored. It's just lacking overstimulation. So you're looking for overstimulation to bring down the stress or the overstimulation from your life. And no wonder a porn habit is completely circular because you keep reinforcing Hebb's law by allowing your brain to get so stressed out by porn, which leads you back into it. It's a total downward spiral and it has to be kicked to the curb for the upward spiral to happen. And that's why you have to take the opportunities to reparent yourself. In my 90-day program, when you feel an urge, I have you create a pivot plan and a pivot plan toolkit to get dopamine from your life and not from the screen. And what it does is it breaks the negative feedback loop and creates a positive one back into your life. That's what you need. That's a reparenting strategy where you gain new skills. So now if you can't reparent yourself, what do you do? What you do is you go to Yoda. Now, you know how Luke Skywalker, he's on the hero's journey and he's not able to make it through the woods himself. But thankfully, Yoda, who is a mentor, who's wiser, who's been along the journey ahead of Luke Skywalker, and he knows where the pitfalls are and he knows the strategies and he knows how to internally regulate Yoda tells Luke Skywalker what to do because Luke Skywalker doesn't know how to reparent himself because Darth Vader is his dad. Darth Vader had very dysfunctional parenting, if you're with me. So Yoda helps to reparent Luke Skywalker so he can approach and engage 
the difficulties on his journey so he can get new outcomes and he can show up in a new way. So if you can't do this reparenting yourself, that's why there's programs because most people cannot. And I did not teach myself to reparent. I've been in many, many, many programs and I still am. I'm always in a digital program and I usually have two coaches, which I currently have two coaches. And I bring my stuff to them. And and one person in particular is totally my Yoda. She is an amazing coach. And I bring my stuff to her and I leave with just new perspective. And it's because she's ahead of the journey. She texted me a while ago that it was her 50th wedding anniversary. And she's like, I don't even know if you're that old. I'm like, I just turned that old. She's been married for as long as I've been alive. So she's ahead of the journey. And so she's able to provide that Yoda-esque aspect to me. And that's why I have her. And that's why I continue to learn. I have been doing that for over 20 years, probably 25 years. So if you can't reparent yourself, it's time to get a guide. And so in my 90-day program, it outlines trauma and dysfunction from the past. It outlines how to overcome programming. There's exercises there. And I'm about to give you your brain hack strategy for the day is that, but in the 90 day program, you get all the tools that you need. And so if you need a Yoda to your Luke Skywalker, please go over to drtrishlee.com because that program is there for you. I'm blurred out again, driving me nuts. Uh, that program is there for you. And Right now for the month of October to celebrate this 100th episode, there's a coupon code TRISH100. TRISH100 will get you $100 off the 90-day program. I want to commit to helping you, to being your Yoda, and I want you to commit to yourself. If you get in that program, it has all the tools that you need. It's a self-guided, self-paced program, meaning they're video lessons of me with exercises that you do. And most of it's implementing these strategies into your life. And then once a month I show up, we have a live meeting where you can ask me your questions. We get all the questions answered and we keep you moving forward. So you learn to use the tools and to build the skills, to build the foundation of a life that's in integrity with no porn. And that is the way that you can recover your true capital S self. Recovery means recover that authentic version of yourself. Most people need a recovery program because they don't have the skills to recover that capital S self by themselves. Like when the crap hit the fan with my precious daughter, I didn't go, hmm, what do I know about this situation to help her? Instead, I'm like, I barely know anything about this situation. Immediately, I need to find the resources, the people who are ahead of the journey in this particular journey, which is a stinky one. I need them to tell me what to do. And because that's my strategy, I go to the people who know how to do what I need done. I can be successful quickly and I can decrease the amount of suffering. So that was a difficult summer for my family, but the suffering was reduced to the least, you know, common denominator because I had all the right resources in place. And yes, it's time, money, and energy to do that, but it saves you time, money, and energy in the long run. And I know that, which is why I'm willing to invest upfront time, money, and energy to solve an issue with the right help. 
And it always helps me to do it quickly. So go check out Porn Brain Rewire, the programs, and get in. Use the coupon code TRISH100 that will be available until Halloween, the last day in October, and then the coupon code will go away. So do it before you don't, because we know there's a change point in this thing. Okay, let's get to your brain hack strategy. The brain hack strategy for the day is, I want you to go into your journal and think about the day that you found porn, that you discovered porn. And we know it made your brain feel great. It took away your worries from the world for that moment in that day. It made you feel good in probably a chaotic life. And in that moment, the seeds of addiction were planted. And if you went back to porn, you kept watering them. But this is what I want you to think about. At that moment when you found porn or in the moments thereafter, what happened with your parent? Did your parent come and yell at you? Because I know a lot of people I talk to, they were punished when they were found to be watching porn. Did they not say anything because they didn't want to enter into the conflict? So they took notice of it, but then didn't have the emotional intelligence to move you through a process. Were they okay with it? A lot of people I work with have generational trauma where they're actually exposed to porn from their father or their parent. Or did they try to help you? but it was just difficult to stay in the process and they were well-meaning, but it's difficult to get up every single day to see a process through to the end. Now I want you to be the parent to that adolescent and do what you need to do and stay in that journey. So who you're reparenting isn't the you of right now. It's that little guy. And don't give up on him because if this is difficult, you might go, oh, I'm 55 years old. I'm just going to give up on this. Don't give up on it because it's that little you who can come out and you, you can have the life you dreamed of. And in the 90 day program, I help you create the life you've always dreamed of. It can be yours. Grandiose. I know, but it's not grandiose. It's grandeur. Grandeur is when you're taking up the perfect space in the world, doing what you were meant to do with passion. And other people are responding to that, that because you were meant to do it whatever it is. That's what I want for you. That's what you can have when you find that capital S self in that little guy when you reparent him. So don't give up on him. Stay here on the podcast for hundreds more episodes so that I can help you do that. I can be your Yoda here, but if you want to do it fast, get into the 90 day program so I can be your Yoda there every day until we get you through this. Okay. Happy 100th episode. I'm so psyched to be here. Thank you so much for being here with me. This mission means the world to me. And I'm glad you're here with me because when you leave porn behind, you're going to create a massive ripple effect in your own life and you will never regret it. Your brain will thank you. Your family will thank you. And that big S little guy self in there, he will thank you. Okay. Rock it out until next time. Control your brain or it'll control you.